0: Just go to Indeed.com/slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: You are listening to KC Sports Network. Proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. Coming up the latest on the Kansas Jayhawks from KCSN, which features multiple shows each week to keep you in the know with what's going on in Lawrence. Make sure to hit the follow button to stay up to date with all things Jayhawks. Now, let's begin the show.
2: What's good, folks? Welcome in to another episode of Ain't No Seats. We have a special guest on tonight that I'm super excited about. Been trying to get him on for a week or so. Um, It was all my fault that we did it. He's been willing to come on. But Deshaun Warner, edge rusher out of Goodyear, Arizona. Um, He's the 12th ranked player in the state of Arizona. He picked KU over Texas, Washington, and Oregon State. Deshaun, first off, thank you so much for being patient um, and coming on. Very happy to have you on. Um, And how does it feel to be committed to Lance Leipold and the Jayhawks?
3: It feels great. Um, Definitely a dream come true to get to this point in life. It feels, I feel very relaxed and happy with my decision.
2: Awesome. And obviously there's a couple, there's a couple other guys, um, committed from Goodyear. It's like the, the Goodyear Jayhawks right now. You, um, your cousin, obviously, I don't know if a lot of people know that, but Andre Gibson, your cousin, and then Jonathan Kamara. Um, so can you talk about just your relationship with those guys and just how I guess how comfortable it will be once you get to Lawrence being with two of your closest closest friends.
3: Yeah, um those guys, you know, I love those guys. Those guys are the guys I, I grew up around. I feel like those are the guys I have my most important years of my life around. Um I I could trust those guys in my life and I'm happy that I'll be able to play eight plus years with those guys on football. Uh yeah, and Andre being my cousin, you know, that's family. So I love that guy to death. And it's gonna be great because uh being able to have that support, extra support system with me right next door, because uh, 'cause we're all gonna be living together. That would be amazing.
2: That's great. Um I know obviously they committed they committed before you. Um, so how much recruiting did those dudes do? Um, trying to get you to come to KU?
3: Yeah, so Andre was committed first and you know he was recruiting as heavy, recruiting me and John John Heavy, but and then once uh John John committed you know, those guys were on me almost every day, uh, telling me the great things that they've seen in Lawrence, the great things that coaches have going on, I and mean, things like that.
2: Yeah, and you you kind of touched on that after you committed. You just, you talked about how badly they expressed wanting you and kind of needing you. Um, can you kind of tell us what, what exactly they sold you on or some of the things they said to show that?
3: Yeah, um, just being like talking to me consistently every day, um, consistently telling me you know that they want me they need me and it's not like it was just one or two coaches telling me that every once and so often I feel like it was everybody on the coaching staff everybody in the staff in general telling me um, how much of a priority I am to them Um, like when I went there the teachers like the teachers over there and the presentations that we we're doing for school and stuff those got those people knew about me too so and not just my name, so that was really that's uh, like the little things that mean a lot to me, because that shows me how much uh, how important I am to address.
2: Yeah, and then obviously you talked about how much just how much love they showed you. They showed you said I think you said they showed you more love than any other coaching staff. Um, no disrespect to any other staffs, obviously, but most love. And then you talked about just the culture as a whole um, in Lawrence throughout the football program. So can you kind of share like? some of the things they did to show you um, the utmost love compared to other schools? And then can you just touch on the culture a little bit?
3: Yeah, so like once every few weeks, every single coach on the coaching staff would text me, like text me telling me they want to see me up there, they want to see me in that crimson, those colors, Um, they want, they like, they were showing me that I'm priority. And then with the culture, that's amazing. Like I'd never seen a town and city behind a school so much like I seen when I was up there in Lawrence so yeah that's some of the main things that was the reason why I chose KU
2: that's great and then obviously Jordan Peterson has been killing it um on the recruiting trail especially with some of you guys down there in Arizona can you kind of touch on what makes him such a good recruiter and such a good guy and why you guys can relate to a guy like Jordan Peterson
3: yeah, contribution. That's my guy. Um, I feel like I could trust that guy in my life pretty much. He's ever since ever since day one I met him, he's shown me um nothing but love. He's not been nothing but honest to me. Um, tell me straight up everything I need to work on, everything I do well. Told me um uh, the ways that they can and help me improve my skill, help me get to the level after football and throughout life really. And yeah, that guy right there, that's an amazing guy. I can't wait to get under him.
2: That's amazing. I love hearing that. That made me smile. Um, We're going to, we're going to take a quick break. So we're going to finish the interview obviously after this, but before we take a break, I want to talk about one of our sponsors, Home Field. Um, This is one of their hoodies. I know it's like a hundred degrees in Kansas right now, but it's kind of cold in the crib. So I'm wearing this. I think the designs are fire. Um, Super comfy. So we're really happy to be partnered um, with Home Field. They have a ton of stuff and Honestly, hopefully, Deshaun, I could probably get you some. So the designs are heat. um, But, yeah, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to get to your visit in Lawrence.
1: Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google
0: Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: KC Sports Network.
2: Okay, we're back. Um, I just I wanted to talk about your visit as a whole, just because obviously you're from Arizona. You come the the way people just describe Kansas that have never been there, they think it they don't think it's a real place. They think it's some small place with like tractors and all this stuff. So I've always been curious to hear what people think about Kansas, just that come from obviously much cooler states with more fun things to do. So I want to know like what you thought about Lawrence. Before you came, and then how you felt about it leaving, and the, some of the things you liked?
3: So, like, before I came, I thought Kansas was like a flat town, an empty shop, pretty much a ghost town. And then I knew I would hear, I would hear like the opposite and I would talk to Dre or John John or any of the coaches because they've been down there. But like, it was one of those things where I had to get out there and see it first. And I got out there, it is the exact opposite. And the town is beautiful. Um, it's, it's definitely not. There's a lot of things to do. I was talking to Coach Greg about the guys ever get bored um, with their three to five years, however long they're there? And he said, no, there's plenty of things to do. And then Kansas City's like an hour away. So you never get bored. And there's it's a beautiful town, really. Um, you could tell if you take a visit down there, or take a trip down there, whatever you were to do, you could tell that the town is beautiful and it's based off of Kansas football. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um... Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to do um people don't re- and you were there without you were there when no students were there so you'll get to you'll get to be obviously on campus next year um hopefully you can make it to some games this year because they sold out a ton of games last year um can you just can you kind of just i didn't really get into this and i wish i would have started with it but i like to just ask the recruits to describe themselves just as a person uh, first and foremost and then also as a player too like what do you bring as a player um, and then what type of person are we getting from Deshaun Warner
3: as a person I would say I'm um, uh, an honest person you know a real humble guy um, you know I'm a caring guy I put others before myself uh, God fearing meh yeah and as a player I would say I'm I'm a hard worker uh, I don't like handouts so I'm always going to work for whatever I need um I bring a lot of confidence, and when it comes to in-game, you can definitely see that in my game. Um, I'm just going to – a player that's going to make plays, uh, regardless of the situation, regardless of the team we play, regardless of the day, I'm just going to make plays.
2: Hell, yeah, I love that. Um, and then, obviously, KU football had a tough stretch since 2009, a decade-plus. How much How much did you pay attention to KU football? Like, How much did you know about Kansas football? And then obviously the last year they went bowling so how much of an impact did that make on you choosing ku
3: so i really never like i was always into college football but i never really took the time to dive deep into like the different schools and stuff like that until i started getting recruited and ken's would always uh, send me graphics you know they're heavy on the graphics and stuff like that so they always send me graphics but I, w- I loved i would love the graphics with it at the end of the day i was. Um, trying to make a decision and KU hasn't offered me yet. But then once, I think I talked to Coach Greg. He said, can't wait to get down, um, hope to see you in Lawrence. And I had told him, I was like, hey, Coach, um, hey, Coach, I don't think I'll be able to do that because I haven't got offered by you guys. He just told me stay patient. And then once he told me that, he told me stay patient. And that's when I really started to dive deep into KU football and really do my research. You know, I have coaches at Desert Edge that love KU football. So they helped me do my research, helped me really um, figure out what KU was as a as a football team and as a school in general. But yeah, I would say that's when I started to dive deep into KU football this past year.
2: I love that. Um, and then obviously, I said I mentioned earlier, you picked KU over Texas, Washington, and Oregon State. Texas, obviously, powerhouse program. They sent a bunch of guys to the league. Washington, especially on the defensive side of the ball. What I know you talked about, obviously, how much love they showed in the culture. Is that kind of like, what made you pick KU or what kind of separated KU? Because I just feel like people people see those programs and they automatically assume that a big recruit, a stud, is going to pick those schools over Kansas. So what kind of separated Kansas from those schools?
3: Yeah, those things that you had touched on um definitely important, definitely one of the big things. But I feel like, I feel like it's just part of changing the narrative of like recruiting in general, t- trying to get uh, players and athletes to understand that you don't always have to go to the big school and you go to where you're loved, go to where you're actually gonna get on the field because getting on the field at the end of the day is what's gonna get you to a league and get you, help you to re- uh, reach your goals. So I feel like, hey, you had the best opportunity for me when it comes to being loved, when it comes to getting on the field and things like that and being developed. So. Those are the things that probably helped me uh, choose KU over those other
2: schools. Um, have you gotten a chance to build a relationship or talk to Brian Borland much at all? Yes, I have. I, I was just wondering how they envision you fitting in the defense and what kind of role they could see you playing um, at KU.
3: They see me getting on the field early Um, as long as I come in and work for it, as long as I'm coachable and a hard worker. um, They see me playing that pass rusher. That pass rusher – playing every down at the at the same time, but that dominant pass shar that's gonna win one on one reps and get sacks when it's needed.
2: Hell yeah. Um and then obviously KU landed Dak Brinkley too. And I think the KU staff has kind of stressed pass rushers and they get two studs um with you and him. How familiar how familiar how familiar are you with him um and how excited are you to get after the quarterback with him?
3: So I, I kind of um I connected with him a little bit on social media before both of us was committed. Uh, just to see where his head's at, and then you know, after I committed, you know, I'm as soon as I committed, same day I'm texting Coach Peter, Coach Greg, all those guys to see who's next, who they want me to hit up and help recruit the team. And Dak was one of those guys, so I hit him up immediately. We got to have a great conversation. He actually told me he was locked in um, as soon as I texted him. We uh, just waited for that day, but yeah, I'm super happy to get after the quarterback with that guy. Because you know if quarterbacks see me coming and he rolls out to the other side, then he's gonna be right there with me. I know it.
2: Yeah, that's a problem. Um, so yeah, you talked about the staff earlier and how much they love the graphics. You talked about current or you talked about recruiting Dak here. Um, are you currently recruiting any guys? I know a lot of you guys have been tweeting at Michael Boganowski, yeah. Kit in Kansas. So are you are you guys actively recruiting some guys to KU?
3: Yeah, that's definitely probably the uh, main guy I've been um, hitting up trying to get because that's who um, that's who you know the top target is right now, Michael Bog- Boganski. So, you know, um, at the end of the day, it's their decision. Uh, mm-hmm. We're just gonna try to influence him the best we can. Show share with him the uh, love we have with KU and the reasons why we chose, and we just hope he joins. You know, we want him. Oh
2: yeah, and then. What are, I guess, what are some things you're currently working on? Like, what are some things you can do to become a better pass rusher or a better edge defender?
3: Um, definitely. I feel like I can prove all aspects of my game. But I feel like the most important thing is um, putting away. And I've done, I feel like I've done a good job at that. You know, I put on uh, in like January, February ish, I was 205. And now I'm sitting around 221. So that's been good. I want to play my senior season at 221 after this season jump up try to jump up to 230 so i could have an uh, immediate impact as soon as i get there but yeah probably using my speed to power more my power moves stuff like that
2: i love that um yeah that's that's pretty much all i have for you um i we're all we're gonna interview dre in uh, the next few days so i'm excited gotta get the whole fam on the show um hopefully you're able to make it to some games this year we'd love to meet you but i really like i said appreciate you being patient um and coming on the show sticking with us We i enjoyed hearing from you seem like a great kid and i know john kirby off jayhawk slam he is he's one of my um favorites just within the ku recruiting world but the stuff he had to say about you and how he hasn't been this excited about an edge rusher that we've gotten in a long time and How he thinks you could be as good as anybody that's came through KU. Like, he legit said those words. So, you seem super humble. Obviously, that's not going to get to your head. So, keep working. Can't wait to get you to Lawrence. Hopefully, they go bowling again this year. um, And you get to a couple games in
3: Lawrence. I appreciate you.
2: We have another special guest tonight. Another kid uh, from Desert Edge High School in Goodyear, Arizona. Andre, Quarterback Andre Gibson. Andre, um, I appreciate. I really appreciate you coming on and how does it feel to be committed to Lance Leipold in Kansas? Uh, We're welcome man. it feels really good, man. Great program, great
5: environment of people, you know, I'm really excited that I was the first one to be able to jump on board and you know, I was ready to rock out with Kansas.
2: Yeah, so obviously, John, John, and um, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but you're obviously related to Deshaun, he's your cousin. They both go to Desert Edge down there in Goodyear, Arizona. Um, they both committed. How much how much uh, recruiting did you do on those two? And I, I guess how good of a recruiter are you, especially since they both committed?
5: Uh I mean, I would say that I'm a decent recruiter <laughs> in just in the aspect that I didn't have to do much work because, you know, I knew that they they you know, we're, we have a great bond and we're, you know, we're family, uh, me and DJ, but me and John John too, in a way, that we've all been playing together for a long time. So it just really, like, it, it fell on the table for us, you know. I knew that they, they wanted to go somewhere where they were loved, and I knew Kansas was that place, especially because we all play on the same side of the ball. I knew it just fall on the table. You know, I, I didn't force nothing, but, you know, I get little hits here and there. I'll be like, I'll I come through with a, with a chaos, with a, with a KU chance. You no know, rock talk. the way on the
2: game, and they'll just laugh about it. Well, when you when you finish your career and you're up in the Ring of Honor or whatever, and go to the NFL and you're done playing, you they might need to hire you, put you on the staff as a recruiter. Hey, I'm with that. <laughs> um, so obviously, you had an elite offer list: um, Iowa State, Nebraska, Oregon, Washington, and I th- you tweeted out or put on Instagram your final four, which was Oregon. Oregon State and Washington. Who, obviously, Oregon and Washington are really good schools. They send a lot of guys to the league. So impressive offer list, impressive final list. What, what um, made KU stand out compared to those schools? Is you
5: know they didn't really rush anything. It wasn't like oh when are you committing? When is this going to happen? You know they it was more that we built a bond. You know Peterson came in plenty of times, built a bond with me. You know, in the in aspect that he made me feel like I was prioritized and he made me feel like, you know, I was already part of the the, the KU family, you know. So it was, you know, when you go, when you're in the recruiting process, you ask a lot of questions. And every question I asked Peterson, he had a direct answer for me. It wasn't no shying away from the question. It wasn't no, well, or, you know, if we see what happens with this, it was like, like, yeah, bro, like, you come to KU, like, this – we're gonna we're gonna help you get it done so it was I was like okay
2: yeah so obviously you just brought up Jordan Peterson we talked to Deshaun about him quite a bit Deshaun just had rave reviews about him um can you kind of just talk about why I guess you just kind of touched on him but why he's so relatable um and just your relationship with Jordan Peterson and his relationship towards all the guys down there too
5: that's why, guys. He's a funny guy. Everyone at Kansas loved him. When I asked questions about him, everyone had great reviews about him. And not only that, like, I got to meet his family, his wife, and stuff. And, and I seen what type of people they are. Great people. So of course, you know, whoever you surround yourself around is, you know, the person that you are. So, like, his family were they're were great people. And him as a person, he just he's just great all around. The great coach, great family man, and. It was just someone that I could relate to. He he reminded me of the the Carters and my coach, my coach, Coach Henry. So,
2: Oh, yeah, I love that. Um, So, yeah, you touched on him, touched on the staff a little bit. And when you committed, you kind of said, like, the realness of the staff was one of the reasons. And then you mentioned culture, which Deshaun talked about the culture a ton. And KU's obviously struggled the last 10 or so years before last year. So, obviously, everything's changing um, in Lawrence. After they went bowling last year. So can you just touch on um what you meant kind of by the realness of the staff and what, what you see um with the culture in Lawrence right now? Uh you know, everyone knows, well, I don't know if everyone does you know, but
5: the the staff will their head coach in the DC have been together for about eight years in college. So that's like in college, that's something that doesn't happen often. You know, you don't see a lot of coaches that are together for quite a bit of time like they were. And I just looked at it as if, well, if someone could sit under a head coach, that guy must be a great guy. You know, the the staff, what I mean realness is when they, came, when they came to the weight room, when they came to, to our camps, when they came to stuff like that, like most coaches, if you're not in the position group, based off what I know about recruiting, if you're not in the position group, most coaches don't even really know your name. Like, if you're not someone they're recruiting personally, and when the Kansas coaches came down, everyone from, like, special teams coaches to D.C., the head coach, the corners coach, the receiver coach, the O-line coach, knew who I was. Like, they came over and gave me love. Like, they, they showed mad love to me, so.
2: That's amazing. No, I love hearing that. I know everyone, I mean, all the commits, they talk about the culture, and how different it is. So I think fans are just fans love hearing stories about the staff and just how locked in they are. And I guess like, what do you obviously got the chance to be in Lawrence a couple of times, but and you got to hang out with the guys. What what do the guys say about the coaching staff? The current
5: they guys. guys, they give praise. They give praise to them. They they love them up. They say they're a great guy. They gonna say too much typical you know typical stuff. You know, the coaches are like family to them, also. They're not something to hear. That's something great to hear. You know, they, they keep it real. You know, they they tell you the, the flaws. You know, they're in good things. It's not really, it's not really even flaws, just your, the realness. Like, mm-hmm. coaching can chew you out if
1: you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So I like to hear. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app, find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network.
2: So I want to get into your visits um, in Lawrence, but before before I ask about the visits, I asked this to Deshawn um, to last night because I love hearing what people say and like how they view Kansas. Just because I feel like everyone thinks it's like a fake place or it's small and there's nothing to do. So I asked him this, but I wanted to know how did you view like Lawrence or Kansas as a whole? before you visited? Uh, I didn't really
5: like, I thought it was like based off reviews and when I tried to look stuff up, it wasn't like a big town or really like Arizona where it's like so much to do. And it's like, it wasn't like overly crowded. My mom's in the Midwest, My mom's from Gary, Indiana. So she kind of gave me a little bit of a rundown on like, it's not gonna be like this old big city, like Arizona and Dallas, it's peaceful there. It's not so much to do, but it's enough to do where it will keep you in place and keep you in check. So it was, it was yes,
2: it was what I it was more what I expected actually. So obviously you visited in March, um, you ended up committing and then you visited recently in June. Can you kind of talk about both of those visits and I guess what were there any big differences between the visits? Like I guess the second visit you had already been committed, so that could have been more laid back. So I guess just touch on both of those visits. No, to me, they're the same.
5: The coaches showed the uh, same amount of love as when I first went on my unofficial as they did on my official. So, it's just, when I went on my official, I got to meet more of the players, more of the guys. You know, I got to spend a little more time with them. So, that was was cool. On my unofficial, I really was just filling out the town. My mom was walking around. You know, they had a basketball game, actually, and I told this story in my last interview is when I went to the QT, um, everyone there was shouting "Rock Chalk Jayhawk" from the basketball game after they got done watching. After they got done
2: coming from the game, so that was an awesome experience. Yeah, because I, I think March there would have been students on campus, right? So you got to still yeah, interact with. And the summer is probably a little different. Um. Yeah, you talked about you talked about the current guys. I guess who were who were some of the guys that hosted you when you were here, and what do you think um, about? the guys in the secondary for KU right now, just Jacoby Bryant, um, and guys like Kenny Logan and those and then uh I haven't got to really meet Kobe. I met him one time when I went
5: there, you know, he gave he shook me up and stuff, gave me love. But, you know, those those guys are special. Those guys have been balling all all four or five years they've been there. You know, I got to spend some time with Kenny Logan in the other corner on the other side Melo So that was that was cool.
2: Those those are cool guys. Some people I relate to. It was fun hanging with them. Um, and then I forgot to ask you this towards the beginning, but I like for Ku fans to get to know um the recruits, just especially as a person. So how can how would you describe Andre Gibson as a person and a player? Uh, I'm funny. I'm a talk.
5: Like when we on the field. Like, I'm not gonna shut up like I, I talk a lot of stuff that's what I do I try to talk a lot uh I'm gonna bring energy to the game I'm, I'm gonna turn up no matter what it is um I'm outgoing I talk to anybody like I I'll, I'll, I'll speak to anyone like I talk or I'm not uh, a shy person you know I'm outgoing um I'll be honest with you well I'm just I'm just a stand-up guy I'll just keep it real I love that um, and then
2: just as a corner, can you kind of describe your describe your game, or maybe some corners that you emulate or watch?
5: Um, I really like. I'm a film guy. I watch a lot of cameras so, you and know, I wouldn't really put put myself to any corner. But what I will say is, I feel like I'm very special because I could do a lot. Like I'm a I'm an all around guy. I feel like I could hurt you anywhere, you know. And just to myself, I could I could tackle. I can cover uh, our the school that I go to, we play a lot of man to man coverage. So I'm always one on one. I'm always in your face. Like uh I'm confident and plus, you know, I'm a kicker turn guy. I'm leading
2: this day right now. So Hell yeah, I love that. Um and then I guess what what do Brian Bor obviously defensive coordinator Brian Borland, what what are his views or plans for you when you get to Kansas? How do they how do they see you fitting in? uh playing corner,
5: uh returning returning the ball, and I might slide the nickel a little bit, play some nickel because that's what I did my sophomore year. You know, I'm like a little bigger up top, you I've come down and make some plays and little fit I'm physical. So so
2: we talked about you as a recruiter. I guess tell me is this why should other recruits dictate? Me?
5: Um it's really ba- it's really based off with what you like but for me is KU is they're they're gonna tell you the truth, they're keep it real with you. They show a lot of love, you know, and they're rising. It's better to be our coaches told us, and it's better to be on a program that's rising than a program that's already built.
2: So Love that. Love that and wanna are they go ahead.
5: Yeah, more, I'm saying you wanna come to a program that's rising and to make it, I was want to
2: KU more. I know because the staff kinda had you guys or you guys were recruiting Michael Boganowski, the kid from Kansas, who I think you guys could obviously have a special defense with you and the Arizona kids and him. So it's exciting to see the program um build and how how hard the staff works. Do they do they ever talk about how where they could see the program being in a couple of years or by the time you guys get there? Uh no. It was really just there.
5: They're just going with the flow they're working, but I, I think personally that the programming by the time I get there is already going to be on the rise they've already been on the rise, making you know playing some tough games, coming out with some tough wins, especially against like Texas and stuff. So oh. I feel like KU is just going to keep rising. Everyone thinks it's a basketball school, but look, now yeah. I'm about to be a football and basketball school.
2: Yeah, that's what we need. We've been waiting on that. Um, you seem you seem super tapped into KU. You obviously visited a couple times. You've been recruiting for them. What are what are your expectations for KU football this year?
5: Uh, I want to I want to see them ball. Like I want I want I think KU honestly honestly gonna finish top two top three maybe it, hey maybe even come out with one in the Big Twelve. KU KU is rising like when they were going, I watched their game last they were going crazy, and so J.D. got hurt. And, you know, when J.D. got hurt, you know, it she started quarterback, Some something get shaky. But yeah. if he stayed healthy all season, It's sky's the limit for Kenyon.
2: Yeah, I think so, too. I think, I'm not saying they're going to make it to the Big 12 title game, but I think best-case scenario would obviously be that. I think they have a chance. They competed with pretty much everyone last year. But, yeah, that's... That's all I have for you. Um, you are super easy to get a hold of and stay in contact with and easy to get you on. I really appreciate you being easy to work with and seemed full of energy. Interview was great. Um, I can't wait to see you in Lawrence. Hopefully, you make it to some games this year. And if you do, we'd obviously love to meet you.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.